the national debt is insane and it's, it's and people are thinking yeah but it's always been insane what made you what prompted this this week well what prompted it for me was the announcement that joe biden made uh now we're looking at what three weeks ago so we're hitting this a little late but he announced his campaign in a speech that he wants to increase two trillion dollars to our spending and you're probably thinking yeah they always want to do that and i it, it, so biden being a democrat would most likely pay for whatever increases to our current spending right he would i imagine replace the replace a, a, another budget or he would increase taxes he would be responsible with increasing spending but i'm just curious one do folks know what the national debt is currently and two how much they care so like i like this is a time for people in the comments to just go go crazy how much do you care oh no i was just gonna read someone already said in, in the comments it's a myth the, the national debt is a myth Mm-hmm. You you said you wonder what people think. But no, no, what what? It's real. What? <laughs> Cliff, you can't knock people's opinions. Here. You ask them to comment. I'm sorry. So, wow. I mean, but let me. But honestly, let's think about this though. Maybe okay. So I'm I'm just gonna say this. So it's like okay, we already know that we have our national debt. And I just want to know where they found all that money to start giving people twelve. What was it? What was the stimulus? The twelve hundred dollars. So all of a sudden we have this money to send to millions of people. So I just wonder, like, okay, so I never got it. Well, Sorry, continue. What, well, I'm, I'm just saying. So for the people that did receive the stimulus, yeah. right, what I'm saying is, it's like, where did that money come from? So we're just printing. We're just printing money. So it's just it's so, interesting to say that we don't have money sometimes to like we have budgets and money that are given to communities. And then all of a sudden we're just, you know, we and then we'll say, oh, but this is going to put like this. This is going to put us in further debt if we do if we um, do this one action. And yet we saw all this money just go out for covid. So I don't think that you can necessarily say, I mean, so I, I see what someone's saying, like in terms of saying this, exactly. I, what's your name? The person that's writing, they said, this Brian. Was Brian, I'm with Brian. That's why I feel like, yeah, I agree with him because after, after they showed us that with the stimulus pay, I, I was like, mm. it's so to me, I think it's very subjective to where we're at. And, so just to provide some clarity uh, explaining the deficit versus the debt the debt we uh, deficit refers to the government spending more money than it generates through taxes in a in a in a year right in a particular year which leads to what it leads to borrowing money to account for that loss and we've been doing so a lot of that the accumulation of those deficits is what accounts is is what is how we get our debt so deficit is spending we spent if we spend 500 i'm gonna use easy numbers because i was not a math major we spend 500 dollars in a year we only generate 200 dollars in taxes this is 2019 then what's our deficit? 
Mm-hmm. Now we have a three hundred dollar deficit. Now, if in the next year you spend four hundred, but you generate again another two hundred in taxes, you combine that three hundred from twenty nineteen and the two hundred from twenty twenty. Those two years, those combined deficit, combine those. That's now a debt of five hundred. So the debt is the accumulation of those deficits. And to me. So economically, what are we supposed to do? Like if you talk to an economist and some of you, I'm sure, have accountant friends out there and folks who are econ majors. So, you know, this This is it. I was no econ major. But if you I mean, but for those uh-huh. I'm just going to say, but for those that for the most part, I believe everyone had to take an econ class, whether it was micro math high school to graduate. And, oh, OK. Or in high school. I didn't take yeah. that in high school. I took it in college. But whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. But again. U.S. public education, folks. I don't know. But so, bottom line is, like, I, I mean, what they're saying here in the comments is, like, we're continuing to borrow from ourselves. So in terms of the national debt, what, like, what do you feel is... No, that's only partially true. No, that's only partially true. We, the majority okay. of our debt is owned by China. Okay, because I was going to... But we that's have to borrow. borrow. Right. And so, especially, like, during, I mean, just over the past few years and just seeing the relationship that we do have. So that's being so thinking about the relationship that we do have with China and the, the, the debt that is owed, what, yeah. what do you see happening in the next year? Especially if... If Trump's reelected? Yeah, I would say you have to say it because I, I just, I'm not putting that out there, but... Uh, it, be ready. Uh, if Trump's reelected and... So first we have to understand there's a lot of anti-China propaganda that's disseminated by Trump and his surrogates. Mm-hmm. Why? Because unlike Russia, he does view China as a threat. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, just purely just race-based. Um, okay. Just purely race-based. I mean, Russians are white. And we already know Trump's history with black and brown people dating back to the 70s. Some people don't like to hear that reality. Um, What do I think would happen? Could they potentially stop allowing us to borrow money? Yeah, they could. And I don't know why they didn't years ago, but they had a good relationship with the former president and the world of the past five presidents. Um, So that's probably just so I haven't put the number out there. Our current debt sits at 26 trillion 790 billion and i can't go past that because that number is changing every day but that that's un, i mean 26 trillion 790 billion dollars is our debt and um trump has since his inauguration to february of this year has added 2 trillion to that number mm. so it's it's something that our kids and our kids kids are going to have to figure out how to resolve or else because like you said these countries are going to stop and then to the person who's commenting they're going to stop eventually lending us money which they probably should have done a while ago you can't have endless wars that are unpaid for through taxes remember we're talking about deficit so all this you can't have just continual deficit spending continual deficit spending mm-hmm. continual deficit spending and it's really only the federal government that's engaged in this deficit spending if you look at any state government no one running for governor could say, hey, reelect me to be your chief executive of this state. 
because I ran up the state budget. Yeah. Nobody would be successful in that campaign. We've never seen a governor run for reelection after saying, you know what? I ran up the debt for the state, but don't you entrust me with the state's budget? Give me more of your tax dollars. No, almost 80% of state governors keep a balanced budget. We only see this nonsense in the federal government. That's the only time we see it. And it, it, it's, it's, it boggles the mind, really. I, I, yeah, I mean, you have to, but it, unless you had a point, I just wanted to talk about military spending. So our government spends $600 billion a year. It's, it's over that, but I'm just using easy numbers. It's, it's, it's about 609 something, $600 billion. Now let's look at the next great nations of the world. China, although I think it's too much, it's still a third of ours. China spends $230 billion. Saudi Arabia, around $70 billion. Russia, less than $70 billion. India, less than $70 billion. France, $60 billion. The UK, $50 billion. Japan, $45 you have to combine the next six world powers. You have to combine the next six world powers to equal the military budget of the United States. Do you know what we could do with $600 billion? I mean, that's what we spend a year just on the military. In a time of peace, imagine if we had to fight another endless war tomorrow so to your question what I, I don't know what china because essentially it's almost like china is funding our obsession with tanks and guns and that's, that's yeah that's what they've been i mean that's what they've been doing and i think you you're you sound so passionate and attached to this and me i'm just more so like every election they always talk about the national debt and I just don't, when I hear that number, I don't feel like that's something that will be resolved in our lifetime. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, because, because of the actions that we, we the actions we've taken, we've been in a war now for yeah. more than 15 years. So for me, I'm, I feel like we're disillusioned, like I'm disillusioned into, you know, thinking about, okay, what happens here? Like, what can we do about the national debt? Because we continue to borrow this money. No one said no. And I, yeah, I, I guess, and maybe that's, and maybe that, I mean, I know that's part of the problem, right? Is that we just know that the money will be there. We're, we're counting on that, but it's also not a good place to be in because if we do, I, if we do divide ourselves with these other countries and we actually and we don't have the money what happens then I, well, yeah I'm, I'm just saying it's, I mean it's a really exactly it's a really bad place to be in when you owe people I mean when you owe people a lot of money but that's a good point we don't have context for a number that big we just know it's a lot I mean Exactly. For context, I mean, twenty-six trillion. W wouldn't that be more than the GDP of 
the top 10 grossing countries in the world. I, I mean, that's you're right. There is no context for a number that unimaginably large. I, I, that's a great comment. There is no context for that. This might have to be yeah. for the YouTube yeah. video. All right. Um, oh last but not least, before we talk about voting, because today is voter registration day, we're going to talk about Clorox wipes. Because where have they been? Well, Where have they been? I've been able to find some. The Clorox wipes? Not like okay. some knockoff brand. <laughs> You're kind of disinfectant wipe. You haven't seen Clorox wipes. I, I was just getting there. I was going to say, okay, so you mean actual Clorox wipes. Yep. I think it was maybe in the summer, but maybe because we bought so many I don't know, but you're right. I don't know. I don't know where they are, and they will be impossible to find in the next over the next few months. Months. If I, this is the this is a statement from the Clorox company. <laughs> we have received a number of questions about the availability of disinfecting wipes. Yeah, you think we need to set the record straight? You know, it's not going to be good when they say some mess like this. <laughs> We are producing and shipping record numbers of disinfecting wipes. Mm, well, I mean, for, the first half of 2020, for the first half of 2020, we've supplied 100 million more disinfecting products than we did in the same period last year, a 50% increase. We're also shipping nearly 1 million packages of Clorox wipes to stores every day. As soon as they're on shelf, people scoop them up. This is not surprising given the continued worsening trends of COVID-19. It's not even noteworthy to say there's been an increase of 50%. There's a pandemic now. Why haven't they opened up more factories? Oh, why aren't they having people um, working 24 hours? Why aren't they hiring more people? Okay, well, let's calm down because you remember when they had everyone working in these factories, they had to shut down because they didn't have protocols set up properly. And then a lot of the people in the factories were then exposed. They had COVID. That was in February. No, that wasn't just in February. They shut down a lot of the meat productions. Meat? This ain't meat. I'm saying, what, Cliff, but this is still the same. Like if you have a lot of people on assembly lines. It's the same concept. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, now what's the irony is that they work <laughs> with, you know, Clor I mean, they work at Clorox. Yeah. How are they not but, disinfecting? What is happening? I don't know. But uh, it makes me wonder, though, if you're able to put out as as much of the product, if you're putting out these the products, I wonder if they're lowering the content. Like, because I feel like all of a sudden it seems like the formula is different in some of these products, like the hand soaps and some of those hand sanitizers. Yeah. Mass production. Is not always stuff. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm just saying. But mass production because I know a lot of y'all were checking that Bath and Body Works stuff. You were trying to make sure if it was antibacterial. <laughs> or if so, it had 97% uh, yeah, exactly. alcohol. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's 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 insane to me that a company, knowing what demand is, again, we're going to go back to capitalism. You know how much money, all the, it, you know how much money this company could make right now. I don't understand. How are they renting out a facility? How, facilities across the country. How haven't they increased their labor force, their workforce, 20-fold? 
The, 24-7, 24-7 to me, factories going. Five minutes. All right, well, let's get to the most important topic of the day, and it's and it's voting. Yes. And obviously, if you guys have questions, pose the questions. But with today being mm-hmm. today, this is how we're planning on finishing it up. Mm-hmm. So if you are here in the chat, please make sure, or if you're watching, please make sure you're registered to vote because you have less than two or three weeks to make sure that your application is turned in for your application is received, really, um, so that you can vote in the election. So you really want to make sure you turn in your application today. You can go to vote.org, iwillvote.com. There's tons of information there, It's and they have information listed by state. So if you have questions about what are the rules, if you moved from one, one if you moved, if you changed addresses from the last election, you need to, you need to um, update your application. And if you have questions about that, you can definitely find the numbers on those websites. So again, it's IWillVote.com or Vote.org. I would check that out. And you guys can always message Cliff or myself. And we're happy to field questions from you guys. But I would also encourage you, well, I was just going to say, I would encourage everyone to text at least three people in your phone and just send them the link. Because I think a lot of times we make the assumption that everyone's registered to vote and they're not. And it's as simple as, oh, they didn't change their, I forgot to change my address. And I hate to break it to you. We're in the middle of COVID. Some of you might not actually want to show up to the polls or you're counting yeah. on receiving a, you know, a mail-in ballot. But if you moved addresses, your ballot's not going to arrive. So you need to check this. Just yeah, especially. So I think the majority of the people um, tuning in right now, because you guys haven't brought a friend with you. If you got friends in other states, invite them. Bring a friend to Truth Hour so we can grow this thing. But what I'll say is, it, mostly if you're in California, this isn't going to affect you because Gavin Newsom isn't purging people from the voter rolls. But if you if you have friends in Texas and Florida, Mississippi, mm-hmm. Carolina, Ohio, especially mm-hmm. some of these other states, Pennsylvania too, you really need to communicate with your friends and family just to ask them when's the last time you checked your voter registration because in some of these states. If you have not participated in an election in the past 24 months, you're purged. It's known as purge. You're removed yeah. from the voter rolls. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's critical. I know you've probably heard this or seen it on social media. Yes, I'm registered. Yes, I'm registered. Are you sure you're registered? And what's the harm in just spending the 30 seconds going to one of these sites, IWillVote.com or Vote.org, Vote.org and, con- and confirming that you are registered? It is right. critical. Georgia's another. Oh well, heck! If you so we got this. We got a great comment. Georgia with an exclamation point. So Ooh, if, you yeah. the, if you have Netflix, or if you have a friend that has Netflix that's willing to let you use their password, go to Netflix and watch the documentary All In. It this really exposes some of the voter suppression tactics that have been used in the past twenty some odd years. But most recently, it focuses kind of on the Georgia gubernatorial race from twenty eighteen where Stacey Abrams, the Democratic candidate, was yeah. had the election stolen from her. Mm-hmm. We're talking tens of thousands of black voters specifically yeah. purged from the voter rolls. And guys, we're sorry. We're getting ready to close out. So again, just go to vote.org for that information. Text three friends. 
the link, make sure that they're registered to vote and yourself. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah. And I, I mean, please, we, we love doing this and maybe one day we'll be big enough for only fans, but we're only going to get there. If you bring a friend, uh, Cliff you, will be on there. Not me, not me. But if you, if you like what you're seeing, get, give a drop, some, drop a comment. The video posts automatically on IG in about two minutes. Put, go to the comments. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, go to the comments. Write to us. Let us know. You can reach me at cliffh at masonreport.com. That's my email. Like you can, you can reach us and just say, hey, I love it. I hate it. What can we do better to change it? All right. Uh, thank you for joining us for this week of this, this, this episode of Truth Hour. And we'll see you next time. Bring a friend next time.